Zoti Gemara Niktam Roshay Lamid Aleph Amad Beis Amir Avuna Loi Shanu Ela Niktam. The problem is only if it got cracked off. Avol Nistak Kosher, but if it's cracked down the middle, like what most people look for in a lulav, the halacha is it is kosher if the middle leaf gets cracked down the middle. Every lulav is made up of two leaves stuck together. Every leaf, so if it's cracked, the halacha is it's kosher. Fatigimaya finista kosher v'atanya lulav kafof a lulav that is bent. So shailas, if this is my, it's a big shaila. What exactly is called bent? The chassidim like to get a what's called a knepel, but I upon him. Uh, okay, yeah, I guess. So then that should be more like bent. But Agapanim, either one is bent. The rush learns that the shadow itself is bent. In the picture before we had that the top leaf is bent. Right, there's just the top is bent, which looks very similar to uh, to, to the lalalavim you see nowadays. But Agapanim, a little of kafuf, kavutz, which means there's uh, things sticking. Uh, they have one? Yeah, here. It has little, uh, like, uh, thorns. Sticking out of the lulav, that's kavats. Saduk, if it's cracked. Okum, if it's bent. Doimelamago, uh, if it's. Okum doimelamago, meaning if it's bent over and it looks like a sickle, which is a knife that's bent. Puzzle, it's puzzle. What are we looking at here? Lulav. Puzzle. If it's hard, charus means if it's very hard, the lulav became very hard. When it went in the winter, the lulav gets very hard. Puzzle, it's also puzzle. De, huh? Oh, charus. I don't know why they do it like that. Rashi said it's hard. Okay. I don't know. Interesting. I, I, get, I, mean, I guess it's sticking out. But, okay. Agabon, the point is it's a hard lulav. I don't know what. Try it out. The leaves. Yeah, but what, I don't know if it has to. Yeah, would be. T- I mean, I guess that's a Matthias. It would always stick out. Right. He doesn't say it's dry. Dry would be a problem. He said that in the Mishnah. Chayas sounds like even though it's green, but it partially gets hard, it's still a problem. Chayas is possible. Daimela Chayas is kosher. If it started getting hard, but it didn't become like wood, the halacha is, it is kosher. So what do you see from here? You see that Saduk is possible. You see a lot of it's cracked is possible. So you see Nistak is a problem. Amir Papa, the Ovid Kehemnik. So next time you're standing in the little store and you hear a guy talking about a hemnik, you're going to be a Talmud Chacham. Because he says, the Gemara says that really, the oh, we just said before that a Sadiq is kosher. And here we see a Sadiq is pasal. So the Gemara says, when is a Sadiq pasal? When it looks like a hemnik. A hemnik is a kind of kli that goes in two different directions, which means sometimes you have a crack, but they bo- both leaves go up in the same direction. But if the leaves, if both of the leaves are open and they go in different directions, that's called a hemnik, and that is possible. And therefore, sometimes you have a person talking about a hemnik, you could have a cracked lulav. A lulav that's cracked is completely, completely kosher. If it's less than a tafach, it's really completely kosher. The reason why we're maybe, why some people are is for other reasons, but that's not really the ikrip soul. And a lulav, lulav is pretty, the crack is not the end of the world. But I'll go upon him, but if it's made like a hemnik, it's on, you see that sometimes in a lulav, so then the Allah is, it is possible. Okay, period. Next case, if it's bent and it looks like a sickle. It's only if it's bent forward. Okay, the way the, way the lulav is set up, there's a backbone and then there's leaves. In the, then there's the front, there's the back and then there's the front. So the lafanav, if it's bent forward and it's bent over, so then it's possible. But if the lulav is bent backwards, it's very normal for the lulav to be bent 
towards the one that's shaking it, that the that the that the lulav is bent back, that's considered a normal way to grow, and therefore there's nothing wrong with that. Nachman if it's bent to the side. So this is a lulav that's bent to the side. This is the shadra, and it's bent to the side. It's so hard to tell. But it's not it's not lafanov and it's not laachrov. It's bent to the side. So what's the, is that considered kosher or pasul? So the Gemara says. Uh, if it's Litzadin, it's a problem. It's like Lafanov. Some say Litzadin is like Liacharov, and it is a problem, and it's not a problem. Lafanov is a problem. Liacharov is not a problem. It's normal. So therefore, that's the Litzadin is a Shail in the Gemara. A lulav that has all the leaves on one side, right? You see this lulav, this is the shadra, and the leaves are all on one side of the lulav, not on the other side. The other side doesn't have any leaves. It obviously never grew, it didn't fall out, it never grew past this. So then, it's considered a balmum, and a mela, it's possible you can't use it for a lulav. Nifritsu alav. Nifritsu alav means the lulavim are the, lulav, the leaves are spread out. It's interesting because Rashi and the Mishnah seem to say that nifritsu means the leaves fell off and they were tied on together. That's what Rashi seems to say. That seems to be Rashi Shita. Tyson disagrees with that, but that seems to be Rashi Shita that the leaves actually fell off and they were tied back. So let's see the Gemara. Amar Papa. Nifritsu to avid kichofia. Nifritsu means it looks like a. Oh, very good. So they, 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 they tied it, the, the leaves, pashtas fell off, and you tie it together to hold it on. That's how Rashi learns. So you make it like a chufya. Chufya is like a broom that they used to use to sweep the house. So they used to take leaves from the lulav that fell off, and they would tie it together and make a broom out of it. So that's David ki chufya. That is a problem. Nifridu de ifrude, de ifrude. Nifridu just means it's, they're not tight on the shadow, they're a little loose. So they're not tied together. So male that is kosher, but nifritzu is pasul. That's where the Mish- That's how Rashi learns the Mishnah. The Mishnah says nifritzu is pasul, which means the leaves are tied back on. They fell off. It's pasul. Nifritzu, if it's just a little loose, then it's kosher. Baya papa nechlika hatiyomis mahu. Let's say the tiyomis split. What's the halacha? Is it pasul or not? The tiyomis is the middle leaf. So the halacha, what's the what's the halacha if the tiyomis split in half? Is it kosher or pasul? So to Gemara Tashmad, I'm Rabbi Yechonah, Rabbi Shimon Levi, nitla tiyomis pasul. If the tiyomis was taken out, so then it's pasul. It now my love who had The Gemara thought if nitla tiyomis, if tiyomis, which is the middle leaf, is taken out, it's pasul. The Gemara thought the same thing would apply if it splits. If it's taken out, it's worse to because it's missing. But maybe nechlekatiyamis would be kosher. If the tiyamis is split, it's if it's split. So then the halacha is it would be pasul. So because according to this lashon, nechlak is pasul. Nechlak means it's split all the way down. Uh, we had before nistak is going to be kasha. Nistak is a little bit split. Nechlak would be all the way down, so it's completely split from each other. So that would be pasul, and that's what we pass in like the second lashon. Then nechlaka hatiyomis is pasul. You should tie it up if it's drooping out 
You should tie it up. It means it has to be tied. If it's loose, you should tie it up so it should look like it's running up together next to each other. It shouldn't be spread out. That's what kapos tomorrow. I mean, that's what that's what the pasuk of kapos tomorrow means. Who says kapis tomorrow is alolov eima charusa? Maybe it's charusa, which we said before, meaning after a few years of having it's still green, but lamaisa, it's like these 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 uh, leaves are all spread out and it's hard, like we said before, it's not dried out. But maybe that's what alolov is. Who said it has to be? Tight like a lulav. So I think my beina kafas vilaka has to be kafas. And a mela, a charusa, is not kafas. Veimo ufta, maybe it's an ufta, which is uh, from the, do they have it over here? From the ikra of the tree. It's not, it's not to see exactly what it is. But agaponim, it's from the, if it's on the main part of the tree that doesn't have any leaves. So bekitzer, it's a one, oh, maybe that's what it is. Okay, this, this wood, piece of wood. Bekitzer, it doesn't have it doesn't have uh, anything sticking out. It's just one straight uh, uh, branch without any leaves sticking out. So if you're saying you need kafas, it has to be held together. So maybe it's the ufta, which is one branch, which has nothing sticking out, which is mamish spitz kafas. So I think, no, kafas If it says kafas, obviously we're talking about that there's a possibility that it should be open. And the Torah says, no, it should be kafas. You have to tie it together. You should keep it together. So obviously it's not something that's just one singular branch because that's something that's always kafas. This is always kafas. Kofra, this is a different kind of tree. That a picture of it? No. But Ema Kofra is a sort of different kind of tree, and that looks similar to Alulov. That it's it's um, it you could you there are kind of leaves that you're able to tie it together. Now again, the pasuk does not say what what. Um, well, the, the post doesn't say specifically that we're talking about a loaf. Maybe it's a kufra, which is also a leaf, which uh, after what, af, uh, uh, also the leaves spread out, and, the, and you would have to tie it together in order to keep it together. Maybe that's the min that we're talking about. The Pasuk says, and these trees have. Uh, um, thorns sticking out of them, so may they cut your hands, and therefore that wouldn't be darchinam, which is an amazing thing to think about. That the Torah apostles, we know that it can't be a kufra because there's there's uh, thorns that stick out of it, and it would hurt you. It wouldn't be a kiyam darchinam. So obviously the Torah is not referring to that. An amazing concept. Copy the tamri. Maybe you should take two. Kapes maybe is a plural ocean. Maybe you should take two uh, two uh, lulavim. So I think about kapes ksiv. Kapes without a vav, which means one. Veima chada. Maybe you should at least take from. Uh, do they have copy the tamri? Oh, okay. So maybe the some. The, the shahs, maybe take two, the Pazak says kapa, so maybe it means take two of these things and tie them together. These are like, these, the love of them are on top, these are on the bottom. So these kapa, kapi de tamri, maybe they're referring to these things that hang down, and kapais would mean that you should take uh, two of them together. That's you would tie them together. You would tie two of them together. So, so what, you would take a, because it's a branch of dates. Because to take the branch that the dates grow on. 
but copy the time. It means a branch, but I'll go and take two copies of tomorrow, two branches that the dates grow on. So I'll take more no, because it says kapis, which means one. Kapis is avav, which means one. Maybe take one branch again of the dates themselves. So you wouldn't call that kapois. You would call that a calf. So obviously kapois is something that you have to tie down and it also would be loose, which means the them, which grow on top, which are not mamish where the dates come from. And that's what you use for what we call a lulav is what they call kapois tamarim. It's something that the leaves stick out and you have to tie it together in order to hold it down. The only time is kosher is if the top of the bottom leaf touches the bottom of the leaf above it. Meaning the problem with Sinai Harbazel is that the leaves are not, don't necessarily come one after the other, don't necessarily cover the lulav. That's what's wrong with Sinai Harbazel. So the only time it's a problem is if Roshi Shalzeh is not, is, 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 so what the Mishnah says, Sinai Harbazel is kosher. So Abayi says it's only kosher if the top of the bottom leaf touches the bottom of the next leaf, so that it's covered. But let's say it doesn't reach, possible, it's possible. The Bryce says, We say it's kosher. That it depends if it's Reisha Shalzeh, Magia. Like in this picture, where the top of this one does not touch the bottom of the next one, that is Tzini Harbazel, that is going to be possible. Some ask it as a stira. Tanan, the Mishnah says Tzini Harbazel kosher. The Mishnah says it's kosher. Vatanya psula. I, the Bryce says psula. Am Rabbi Lekash, Kancha Rosh Shalzeh, Magia Litzarika Shalzeh. Kancha Ein Rosh Shalzeh, Magia Litzarika Shalzeh. And therefore, if it's not touching, then it's a problem. If it is touching, then it is not a problem. We are holding on base, my base. Four lines down from the top. There are two palm trees. That is in the valley of Ben Hinoim. And smoke comes up from in between them. This is what we learned. Sine. These are the Lulavim of Harabarzal Vazuhi Pischa Shel Gehenim. This is the entrance of Gehenim. So if you want to know where Gehenim is, it's by this Gay Ben Hinaim, which is actually right next to Yerushalayim. That's where it is. And this Gay Ben Hinaim, and this smoke coming up between two palm trees, that is the entrance of Gehenim. That's a Palta Kazakh, right next to Yerushalayim. Huh? Huh? No, the Lulavim Akasha. The love that come from there are kosher. Vaistais, even though it's a Pesach Shal Gehenim, Vaistais, a person could still have a lulav from the Pesach of Gehenim. Very good point, I've been seeing. And there's another point over here, really. How is it Shaykh that the entrance of Gehenim should be Dafka over there? Dafka next to Yushalayim. That's where the entrance of Gehenim is. And the answer is yes. A person thinks he lives in Yushalayim, he's good to go. He can go to sleep. He doesn't have to shteltsu. He's fine. Doesn't work like that. Gehenim and Ganeiden, the difference between Gehenim and Ganeiden, is a mashu, and it's all about effort. When a person puts an effort, Bez Hashem, he ends up in Ganeiden Bez Hashem, and the entrance of Gehenim is right next to Yerushalayim, right next to the peak 
of this world. And the reason why it's there is to teach you that if a person doesn't utilize the abilities and the talents that the Rebbe gives him, it is not that great. Zokht, the Haley Gigemaya, we're holding 10 lines down from the top. Lamid, Beis, Lamid, Beis, Lulav, Sheyesh, Beis, Shloisha, Tvachim. So the Mishnah says, a Lulav that has three Tvachim, Kedelin, Aneabai, in order to shake the Lulav, to be able to shake the Lulav, the Alacha is, it is kosher. Zokht, the Gemaya, Amar, Yehuda, Meshmuel, Shir, Hadas, the Arava, Shloisha, the Shir of a Hadas in an Arava is three Tvachim, the Lulav, Arba, and the shear of a lulav is four tvachim. Kedeshi lulav yaitzem in a hadas tefach. The lulav should come out of a hadas. The lulav should come, should stick up on top of tefach. So the hadasim and the aravis are only three tvachim. And the lulav has an extra tefach in order that it should be sticking up a tefach from the hadasim and the aravis. That's what we paskin. Actually, that, that, that is Rabbi Yehuda Meshmol Shita. For Rabbi Parnacham Rabbi Yechanan Shidrei Shalolov. It's not just the leaves, right? Every lulav has a shedra, has a backbone, and then there's leaves that stick up that, that are not part of the backbone, that stick up above the backbone of the lulav. So the shedra shalulav has to stick out of a hadas, a tefach, and a melo. That's what you see. That is a b'yeichen and shita, that the, not only does the lulav have to stick up, but the shedra of the lulav has to stick up. Tanan, Lolov Sheesh, we give out Tvachim, Kedel, and Nebai Kasher. The Mishnah says we have a Lolov that has three Tvachim in order to be Minanea, the Lolov, the Allah is, it is Kasher. So, Fred to Gemara, so what do you see? You see a Lolov only has to be three Tvachim. You just told me a Lolov has to be four Tvachim. So, the Mishnah says not like that. So, the Mishnah means it has to have three Tvachim and Kedel, and Nebai. Mark the Islay Shmuel holds you need uh tefach, which is Kedela Nea, but that's the amount that that's the part that shakes. The main part of the love that shakes is the top of the love. So that so you need a tefach of leaves. That extra tefach has to be at least a tefach of shedra in order for it to be a kasher lulav. So the shear of lulav is for tefachim. Tashma shir hadas varavish leisha the shir of hadas and eravish three tefachim for the love of love is four tefachim my love behade alan the gemara thought that the four tefachim includes the leaves which sounds not like a beichanan so the gemara loy levad me alan it's besides the leaves meaning the shadra itself has to be four tefachim and that is like a beichanan gufa we said before shir hadas varavish leisha the lulav arba a hadas and eravish three a lulav is four tefachim reb tafanaimer be'ama. Bas Chamisha Tvachim. Rav Tarfin says the shear is with an ama that consists of five Tvachim. So the Gemara thought that according to Rav according to Rav Tarfin's disagreeing, Rav Tarfin saying that the shear of a uh, hadas and an arava has to be an ama which is five Tvachim wide, which is very big. So the Gemara says that's very schwer to find a hadas and an arava that is. Five tefachim wide, that the size of an amma. Amar Rava Sharei Mayei. Le'avtar from the brother Shalom should be Michael. 
Reb Tarfin, meaning Reb Tarfin saying something that's not wrong, that that's wrong. He should get a mech- he needs a mechila from the Rebbeinu Shalom. Why? Hashda of a shleishalei We have a hard time finding a hadas that is misholish. Obviously, means misholish. A hadas that's misholish three tvachim bas chamisha rebaya to look for a hadas that's five tvachim. That will be much more difficult. So the Rebbeinu Shalom. Should be Mayakhali Abtarfin to say such a terrible thing. That you say that you need a hadas of five tvachim. I don't understand. So if it's too hard to do it, it's too hard. I don't have my brother saying. What's of his point? If Rav Tarfin holds that it's, that, that it's five tvachim, it's five tvachim. If it's hard, so break your bones and try to figure out how to get a hadas of five tvachim. But Rav said, no, it's not shayich that there should be a mitzvah to get a hadas of five tvachim. If it's almost impossible, we can't even find the three tefachadas. So obviously, a tarfin is making a mistake. Obviously, there's no such thing that a, that a hadas should be five tefachim. It's an amazing. He has no raya now like a tarfin. He just says it can't be like a tarfin because we can't find it. An amazing concept in the Gemara. You see that because it's not shaykh to find it. Rav said it's not shaykh that that should be the pshat in a tarfin. It's not not the pshat in a tarfin, but that's what Rav said. It's not shaykh. That Abtar Fan Shishajadin because it's impossible to find such a hadas. So what does Abtarfin mean? Kiyasa Avdimi, when Avdimi came from Eretz Israel, so they always had the Pshatim and the Tanaim, they had a different Pshatim from Eretz Israel. So he said like this. Amar he explained what does Abtarfin mean? Abtarfin means like this. Amma Basshi Shutvachim and Amma that is the size of six Tvachim, a six Tafach Amma, Asay Oisa Bas Hamisha, use bigger Tvachim, meaning Take a taf, take an amma that's the size of six tefachim and make it into five tefachim. So basically, each each tefach is a little bit bigger. Use tefachim that are bigger than regular tefachim, which five of those tefachim would fit into an amma of six tefachim. So let's say an amma six tefachim is let's say a foot and a half. So instead of using six tefachim to fill it up. Make five tefachim in a in an arm and a half. So because each tefach is bigger, and that's what tefachim means to say that you should use bigger tefachim when you are measuring your lulav and your hadasim and your aravus. So tefachim is being machmir that it can't just be regular sized tefachim; they should be bigger tefachim. And he explains: Tzemeim shleishul hadas. Three of them should be for the hadas and the arava. The ashar lulav, and the fourth one should be for the lulav. So because the hadas and the arava is bigger than just three tefachim. So the Gemara, Kama Havalahu, say how big does it have to be? Tlosa, Tlosa Chumshi, three and three-fifths. That's the size of the Hadis and the other, right? Because you're adding a fifth to every tefach, right? You're making bigger tefachim. Each tefach is a te- each tefach is a tefach is really a, a fifth bigger than a standard tefach. So basically, the hadas and the other end up with three and three. F- they are three and three tefachim, three fifths of tefachim. That's the size, according to Tarfin. That's the size of a hadas and a rava. So basically, that's what that's what Reb Tarfin saying. It just means the fourth tefach, not the whole thing. It just means the fourth tefach is for the love. The four tefach should be love. Love should be a fourth, a fourth tefach above. It doesn't mean that it's five tefachim. Just means that the remainder is for the love. Mean the, the remainder of the calculations that remaining should be the love. Zotigmar kasha. 
According to the way you're explaining, it's a steer in Shmuel. Why? Over here, Avihuda says the name of Shmuel that a hadis is only three tvachim. Ravuna says the name of Shmuel that Allah is like a tarfin. So if a tarfin holds it's three tvachim and three fifths, so, you, so Shmuel can't say that a hadis and a rav is only three tvachim. It's bigger than that. It's three tvachim and three fifths. So the chayyot doesn't stem. If you tell me you have time for saying a bigger shear. So I think about a lie duck. Shmuel is not being midactic. When Shmuel said the shear is three tvachim, he didn't mean it's three tvachim. It's a little bit bigger than three tvachim because Shmuel holds like a tarfin, and really it's three tvachim and three fifths of a tefach. That is the shear of Hadassim. When do we say Laidak Lachumra? We only go Lachumra when we say Laidak. Lakula, me Amina Laidak, and we're going Lakula. We never say Laidak. So here it comes out of Kula. Shmuel comes to the Swedish and says, Aha, this is three Tvachim. And we say, No, no, he was a Medactic. Really, it's three Tvachim and three fifths of a Tafach. You, you can't do that. So Mela, it, obviously, it's not the Pshat. So the Gemara switches. Kiyasa Ravin, when Ravin came from Eretz Israel, he said a different Pshat in Abtarif. And again, we're trying to figure out what Abtarif meant when he said an Amma. Bas Chamisha Tvachim. What did Reb Tarfin mean to say? So he said like this: Omar, Amo Bas Chamisha Tvachim, Asay Oisa Shisha. He said the opposite. Take an Amo that's really five Tvachim big and break it into six Tvachim. So basically, each Tefach is smaller than the regular size. Tefach fit six Tvachim into an Amo of five Tvachim. So each Tefach is a little bit smaller, and those miniature Amis. That's what you use in your lulav. That's a tariff and shita. He was mechadish, the, the, a miniature tfachim. He was mechadish that instead of using the regular sized tfachim, you use smaller tfachim that six of them fit into a five tefach amma. So it's obviously a smaller tefach. So take those tfachim, and that's what you use for your lulav and your hadas. And tzemiyam shleishal hadas, three of them should be for the hadas, vashayal lulav, and the fourth tefach is for the lulav. So bekitzer it is smaller size tvachim. That's where Tarfin was coming to him in Chadish. How much is it exactly? Treyupaga. It ends up being two and a half. Bekitzer it's smaller. If you make the calculation, it's smaller than three tvachim. It's only two and a half tvachim. So mele, it's not exactly. It's bekitzer Tarfin was mechadish. It doesn't have that hadas. Doesn't have to be three regular tvachim. It could technically be two and a half tvachim because it's three tvachim of smaller tvachim. So Fratigma Saif Saif, Kasha de Shmuel, the Shmuel says Vaito is three in Shmuel. Here Shmuel said that the, the, the Hadas has to be three tvachim. And there Shmuel said Allah has like a tarfin, which is only two and a half tvachim. He was talking about medactic, and it's a chumra. The Amr Avuna, Amr Shmuel, Halacha Kerev Tarfin. Avuna says in the name of Shmuel, the Halacha is like a Tarfin, and really he was a medactic when he said three Tvachim, because really to drop less than three Tvachim, but he won the chumra, and he told you three Tvachim. Halacha Lamaisa, we paskin that the shear of a Hadis and Arava is three Tvachim, and the shear of a Lulav is four Tvachim. We move on from a lulav. We move to a hadas. Hadas hagazel ve'ayavish pasul. A hadas that is stolen is pasul. They don't have a picture of a hadas hagazel like pals, right? You have to, you have to, you have to, you have to imagine it yourself. Hayavish is a dried out hadas that is all that is pasul. 
also in the picture. It is possible. This week's Pasha. Where's the Ernidachas? This week's Pasha. How many times have Ernidachas in Shas? Not that common. And it's in this week's Pasha. Shall I share Shall I Well, only for the people that are holding on our schedule. People that are not holding on our schedule, they're going to get Ernidachas next week. They're off schedule. But I'm part of our schedule. I share Ernidachas is this week. Shall I share Shall I share Ernidachas. Is also possible. Niktam reishoi. This is a very near the kedin. If the tap is cut off, the stem of the hadas is cut off. That is possible. Nifrit to olav. If the leaves fall off, that's also possible. If you don't have leaves, I show you anavav mirubes mialav possible. Or if you have more berries than leaves, you see these black berries, and there's more berries than leaves on the hadas. It's also possible. The imiaton kasher. If you took off the ber- berries, it's kasher ve'ain mematim yamtiv. You're not allowed to be mematim on yamtiv. You now take them off on yamtiv because you're fixing the hadas. You now do that on yamtiv. We'll see in the Gemara about that. So the Gemara Tanya Abanan. Again, the Torah does not say what kind of fruit of a, of a plant we're dealing with. The Torah says anaf eats avis, and the Torah left us left it us up up to us. To figure out what a hadas is. So how do we know that it's a hadas? So the Gemara says like this. Anaf eitz avis means, what it, it means a tree of eitz avis. She'anaf av chaifenes eitzai. That the, uh, the, 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 the leaves cover the wood. Ve'ezehu havi'ayim is a hadas. That is a hadas that the leaves cover over the wood. You see over here, generally the hadas look like this. That the leaves Cover over the wood, and that's how you know that it's a hadas. Huh? Well, the ones that you're going to see are not, because they're going to take them out before, because there's a miyun miyuchad, and you paid $50 for that, huh? No, why? No, it's not blueberries. It's these lumps on oven, right? Where's the random berries? Hadas is a myrtle. It's myrtles, I guess, go berries. I'm going to look it up by the reshiva. See what the reshiva has to say about that. But I'm pretty sure the reshiva said, huh? Shiver up Google. See if he says that Adasim grow blueberries. I believe, I believe he does. Uh, that's what Gemara says. So obviously he does, they do. Zahati Gemara ve'ezehu. Havi'ema zehadas. Ve'ema zeisa. Maybe it is an olive branch. Be'inon. Oh, maybe it's an olive. Olive also has, we have over here, yeah. So here's the olive. Very gishmak. Look at the leaves. The leaves grow. The leaves cover the branch. So maybe it's an olive branch. How do you know? It is. It would be very symbolic. If it would be an olive branch, it would be very nice. But like about maybe it's an olive branch. You bring for your low over holding line base in the base. Ten lines up from the bottom. Being on avos, it has to be avos. And an olive branch is not avos. It's not mishulish. So maybe it can't be an olive branch. Maybe it's a dova, which is an armainim. Armainim, I believe, are certain kinds of, of, of a uh, of, um, no, a kind of nuts, I believe. And, Chestnut, that's what it is? Okay, chestnut. So maybe it's Armainim. Maybe it's chestnut branch. Do they have it over here? Oh, beautiful. So maybe it's... I don't really see... Too, what about Kaponendi? It is also... Um, I guess the leaves look like that. It's hard to see in the picture. But Agaponim, the Armain, the, the chestnut tree also is Misholish. So maybe it's a Dova. So I think we're being on... Enough of chayfenis eitzay vileka. You need that the anafim should cover the wood. You need that the leaves should cover the wood. And here you don't have that. So obviously it's not 
it's not obviously it's not dolva, and therefore again you need two tanaim to be a hadas. It has to be leaves covering the wood, and it has to be misholish. So middle that so you know it's a hadas. The ema hirdoif. Maybe it's a hirdoif. Hirdoif is a kind. Does it say what a hirdoif is? Hirdoif is a kind of plant that is poisonous. And it doesn't, you see in the picture what it is. But I can my guess, enough of chayf and it's eitzay. And when I have not, it's kolhina. Yubi, what does it say hirdoif is? Oh, hirdoif. I should have thought that myself. Okay, the ema hirdoif. Maybe it's a hirdoif branch. Amr abaya durachea darcheinoyam veleka. It's not darcheinoyam. To have a hair there, why not? Rashi says because it has like uh, thorns on the branch of the hair there, and if you're going to handle it, it you're, it's going to be going to cut your hands, and that's not darchinayim. Felaka, that's not darchinayim, and obviously it's not a hair there. Rav Avimeach, a different pasuk. Ha'emes ve'hashalim ahavu. They love emes and shalom. So therefore, what? What is Emma? He's bringing a different pasuk. Well, so therefore, it's because you need Allah, the Emma, and Shalom. It's obviously not a hirdif. How do you know it's not a hirdif? So Rashi says something very interesting. Rashi says, because we mentioned before that this hirdif is poisonous. So obviously, it can't be a hirdif if it's not, because the Pasuk says, Emma's Vishalim Avu, and obviously, it can't be a hirdif. So I understand. What's the difference? Which Pasuk you bring? To that means that it has thorns and it's going to cut your hands. And and emes shalim avu means that it's poisonous. How did Rashi know which one was referring to which one? Maybe derechayadachana means it's not poisonous, and emes v'shalim avu means that they can't cut your hands. How did Rashi know which one's which? So the answer is it has to be something that you're margish, meaning you're not going to, you're not planning on eating it. You're taking it and you're holding it in the loaf. So if it's derechayadachana means something gets gishmak. If it's going to cut your hands, then obviously it's not derechayadachana. But if it's poisonous, huh? What do you say? Oh, same concept. means that you can't be when you're dealing with the mitzvah, it can't be that it's not kishmak. Ha'emes, the ha'shalim avu, is something totally different. Emes and shalim is a conceptual idea. It means a person has to live his life that he doesn't negatively impact in any way, shape, or form anything else. And a person is also in emes and shalom. Emes and shalom really are steers. Emes is that the truth, this is the way it has to be. That's emes. And shalom is to bend it a little bit to make it fit that everyone should be shalom. If a person's able to balance emes and shalom, which means if a person really, really is doing emes b'emes, then he'll be able to balance emes and shalom. And when in the concept of emes and shalom means there can't be anything wrong, even poison. You're not planning on eating it, but even something that's poisonous doesn't pass to use for a mitzvah because that's the concept of emes v'shalom. When a person lives his life with emes and shalom, he doesn't even come in contact with anything that has anything to do with negativity Anything to do with poisonous. That's Pshad Rashi. That's a Rashi. You knew that Emes V'Shalom means poison. And the Rechad means something that physically you'll feel uh, not Gishmak. When you take it, you'll get cut from these uh, thorns that are on it. I don't know if I taste this again. That's what Rashi says. Zagt the Gemara. Yeah. Zagt the Gemara. But as I stated Rashi. Zagt the Gemara. Zagt the Gemara. Tane Abadan. Kalua, when it says Kalua means kimin kliya, that it's braided, the doimel it looks like a chain, zero hadas, that's how hadasim look, and they're mishulish, that's how hadasim look. 
He says different Joshua. Anafei Tzavis Aitz Shetam Aitz Yupir Yishave Haviyemes Ahadas Ahadas the Aitz and the Pre taste the same, and that is how you know that is a Hadas. That's a, that's what Reb Elazar Yaakov says. Tana eats of his kosher, sheini of his puzzle. If it's if it's mishulish, it's kosher. If it's not mishulish, it's puzzle. Hey, chidami of his. What is considered mishulish? I'm Reb Yehuda. A very interesting thing. Rashi shita is we don't have this unless you are a real brisker. But Rashi says that mishulish means that three leaves come from the same spot. That's what Rashi teaches mishulish. Three leaves come from the same spot, and Baruch Hashem, we don't pass like Rashi, or else we'd have a very serious hard time finding a Hadas. The other Rishayim say like this, that it's three leaves that come from one spot, but they can come from three different stems, but they're right next to each other, that they're coming out from the same spot in the stem. That's how most Rishayim learn. But Rashi seems to be having a bigger Chadish, that it is three leaves, Mamish, from one spot. But that is the Halacha of Misholosh, that's what Yehuda says. Rav Kahana, I'm Rafila Trevachad. Rav Kahana says, even if you have two and then one, because Rashi learns, doesn't mean Mamish two and then one randomly on the stick. Rashi learns you have two coming out from one spot and one under it that covers it over. So basically, Vaita looks Mishulish, but it's not Mamish coming out from the same spot. That's how Rashi learns Rav Kahana's Shita. Rav Achabre de Rava, Mehadra Trevachad, Havanafik, Me Pumad Rav Kahana, he Bedafka looked for this. A kind of hadas because of Kana said it's good. Abba, my father Avashi, actually Amema, he, he told Avashi, this is Marba Amema, telling Avashi that his father Amema used to call that a hadas shaita, and Amela, that's why he didn't want to use it, and that's a paskin, a hadas has to be, uh, it has to be a hadas that is two, it has three. It leaves that are mishulish, and we pass like the other. We showed him that even if they're coming from three different parts of the stem, the halacha is it is kosher as long as it's in the same area of the stem, but doesn't have to come out of the same hole. But as long as it's in the same area, as long as it's in the same spot uh, next to each other, the halacha is it's kosher.